Welcome back to Meet You at the Bottom, a conversation podcast where we get to the bottom of topics at the top of mind with the drink in hand, of course. I'm your host, Avinav Brahmamdam. First off, happy Pongal and happy Sankaranti to all of the Hindus around the world that celebrate. I hope all of the celebrations went well. In today's episode, I sat down with Ty Hogan, a good friend and Star Wars mega fan to talk all things The Mandalorian. For those of you that are Star Wars mega fans, The Mandalorian has been the equivalent of a nice cold beer after a long day with hopefully a slice of cheese pizza for me. In other words, it's exciting, it's thought-provoking, satisfying, and most of all, very rewarding. And you keep coming back for some more. And for those of you who aren't Star Wars mega fans or a nerd like myself, it has been a phenomenal Emmy-nominated television show with great character arcs that has given folks an exciting, action-filled, yet comedic episode after episode. Ty and I spent the episode of this podcast talking about our favorite moments of the show, the favorite scenes, the favorite episodes, the favorite characters. And we also spent some time thinking about where the show can go from here after that amazing season two finale. Then in the second half, we spent a few minutes talking about the future of the Star Wars universe especially with all the recent news on the upcoming movies and TV shows. This part of the discussion was cut short since we were going long, but be on the lookout in the future for an episode where Ty and I dissect every upcoming production. It was a really fun and engaging conversation. We drank a lot of beer, and for every time we said Mando or Baby Yoda or the child, we had to take a sip of beer. And so we definitely downed a couple throughout the hour and a half discussion. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy the conversation I had with Ty on The Mandalorian and all things Star Wars. Mendo! Welcome back, everyone, to Meet You at the Bottom. And in today's episode, we're going to be discussing Disney's latest hit, The Mandalorian, from the Star Wars universe. So to talk all things Star Wars, I'm joined today by the resident expert, and former collegiate baseball player, actually, too, which could relate to Star Wars, Tyler Hogan. He lives in uh, Chicago, works in the logistics industry, and he grew up and is an alum of Naperville North. Uh, thanks for joining today. Uh, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good, dude. Doing good. Thanks for having me on, man. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Long weekend. Ready to talk some Star Wars, some Mando, and drink some beer. So uh, I, I am we, pumped. Before we dive in, what uh, what are you drinking oh only the finest beer uh miller light that's perfect all, that's all I perfect i i opened up a peroni but i'll have a bunch of bud lights uh love it later on cheers oh yeah cheers man oh. also every time we say the phrase mando i feel like we should just drink up just a have it just have a drink all right yeah i'm down or or all if right. we say baby yoda and, and not referring to his name grogu Ooh, okay. Okay. That's gonna be tough. That's gonna be tough. That will be. Okay. Um, all right. So just quickly, the Mandalorian. So I know a lot of folks that listen in uh to the pod every other week probably aren't the biggest Star Wars fans or the Mandalorian fans. So I thought I'd start with a quick just overview of the history and the conception of the Mandalorian. So it's a live action Star Wars show, which is one of the top grossing shows last year for season one. 
and this year for season two. And it was, it was really the primary show that kicked off Disney Plus, the platform. And so we're going to talk about just a few episodes in each of the seasons, uh, but highly recommend everyone after this, go and watch all the episodes. You can really finish them in a couple of days, but a quick overview for the show um, for, for those that are new or just forgot, it's set five years after the events of the last movie in the original trilogy. So the sixth movie, Return of the Jedi, where the Empire is defeated by Luke, Leia Skywalker, Han Solo, Chewbacca, all of the main characters that you kind of recognize when we were growing up. Uh, the show follows the adventures of a title character called Mandalorian. He's a bounty hunter who we find out his name is actually Din Djarin. And then early on in the show, it's, it's quite evident that, you know, it's after Return of the Jedi, there's a power vacuum in the galaxy. The rebellion, you know, really hasn't been eliminated. A re the rebellion really has not eliminated all of the empire. So there's a lot of synthesizers out there. And, and you can really see how the show um, is setting the stage for the newest Star Wars trilogy um, that just came out over the last five, six years, starting with The Force Awakens. Uh, a little bit of just more details for people that like TV and movies like Tyler and myself. Um, and he goes by Ty as well for the listeners. Um, the show is created by John Favreau, who's in a bunch of different movies, probably best known for being the director and producer of Iron Man and Happy in those, uh, in those Marvel movies. And he's also the head writer for the season alongside many other folks, but more import importantly, the legendary Star Wars animation head, Dave Filoni, who has created life to so many characters from so many different novels uh, across the Star Wars universe. And so last year, the show was nominated for Outstanding Drama Series in the Emmys. It won a bunch of creative Emmys. And lastly, in terms of the cast, it's pretty stacked. So the two main roles are, are of course, the Mandalorian, Din and He's played by Pedro Pascal, who we all know from Narcos. He's the Viper in Game of Thrones, just a stud of an actor. And then the second main character is really kind of the heartthrob of America. Uh, my girlfriend loves this character, doesn't even watch The Mandalorian, uh, Baby Yoda, a.k.a. Grogu, uh, which is kind of funny. And then, uh, oh, I got a drink. I just said Baby Yoda. Yep. Um, and then there's other, other actors that are legendary. Carl Weathers has a good role. Gina Carano has a big role. Giancarlo Stanton. Werner Herzog was in the first season with an important role. So... Ty and I obviously love the show. We're a bit biased, um, obviously. And season one and two are big hits from the critics, from the people that viewed it. Disney Plus is a roaring success only really because of the show. And the best part about this show, I think, we are lifelong Star Wars fans. We, we text about it. We have a group text literally called Clone Wars with another buddy of ours. But it's also a great show for folks who just don't like Star Wars as a whole, but like good TV and it's great television. So that's why I'm pretty excited to talk about this. Uh, before we delve in, though, anything I missed from your perspective? I know I just went on a rant. No, I mean, there is, a, there is, there is truly a lot to talk about. And there's really two, two aspects of it. I think you hit it hard on. There's, there's kind of this aspect where we're, we'll, we go, we'll, we'll dive in deeper. I, I, we, got a, we got a lot to talk about. So. Yeah, let's do it. So I thought we could just pick out a few episodes in each season. Yeah. And I think the best and efficient format is, is for you to, you know, kick it off with the short summary. Yeah. I'll chime in. People, people don't come to hear my voice. I'll meet you at the bottom. They come for the, the guests. All right. It's you. So season one, uh, I want to start with the episode sanctuary. I believe it's the fourth episode. Okay. Yep. 
What, uh, and for each of these, maybe like a brief summary, key favorites, key highlights, uh, implications for the show and the broader universe and anything that really stuck out to you. Well, the sanctuary, big time episode, man, honestly, like up to this point. Um, so that, that was kind of what, what, what I was talking about earlier is, is right now in the, the Disney universe, Disney plus what they're doing with, with the Mandalorian, um, so far, they've kind of introduced this new whole, like, everybody's been so skeptical, right? So up to this point, it's been like, who is Mando? Drink up. Hard not yeah. to say at that point. Cheers. We don't know Din's true name yet. We just know it's this figure, um, the Mandalorian walking around. And up to this point, we've seen that, you know, we have a bounty hunter who his task was to uh, save this, this, at this point, adult. We had no idea um he comes in and and it's really that like that star wars like heart that we all grew up in right like yep. i'm back in tatooine i'm i'm you know fighting those those han solo fans that that kind of era that hits hard right like that's yes. kind of the the that's the scene that that was set right so it, it, there's a, so many different directions because we can go to the talk is like as a casual star wars fan you're getting this impression of okay this is who the mandalorian is he's this badass guy that's like a bounty hunter and now he's kind of getting that that disney flavor where it's like the the split between good and evil right which yeah. direction are you gonna go so as a casual fan like my mom it's like you watch this and you're like oh i get that disney effects you know i'm getting that special story and you're you're buying in because it's action and there's kind of that that funny aspect to it so from that point it's cool but then from like a deep star wars fan side it's like now you're getting all those memories back to what it once right. was right like the whole reason everybody got back into Star Wars is because of, of who was running. You touched on it. Dave Filoni, uh, George Lucas really doing all of it. Uh, I mean, they're all partnering up and they're bringing back the Clone Wars. You said it earlier. Yep. Um, so up to this point, setting background for all that, we're, we're, we're met on this new planet where um, Din and uh, the child, I'm going to drink up, you baby Yoda, whatever we want to say for right oh, now. Oh, we're drinking for the child? Love it. I think so. Well, like, so it's tough to talk about these early episodes because because Grogu wasn't the name yeah. yet, right? We yeah. didn't find that out. So referencing the child drink. <laughs> I love this. Um, it, it's it's kind of that thing. So now we see Din walking around and he's making that good conscious effort to be a better person, right? He has mm-hmm. established that he no longer wants to live that 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 bounty hunter lifestyle if it means doing something morally wrong, right? Right. And and we see a lot of that throughout the Star Wars kind of universe and, and Clone Wars fans, you see it with Ahsoka and even Anakin building up to Order 66. Like there's so many different moving parts and it's cool to see those little touches. So classic Star Wars, we set up this awesome storyline and, and we're starting to get that pull between evil and, and you know, the light. Yeah. Um, as we would say. So Mando meets up with Cara Dune. Um, they fight. They kind of establish this power of, you know, old Republic type war for yeah. like, we're, we're seeing the, the even Siege of Mandalore come back and like be a conversation, which is Clone War people. That's, you know, hits home. You get a hard on uh, for sure. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, like you love the Mandalorian stuff. And, and I'm actually rewatching Clone Wars right now just to, to kind of catch, catch it all again. Um, but we're starting to see that we get a little bit of effect of now we're going back to the old stuff that everybody loves. Um, but it's awesome. You know, we're, we're kind of at that point now where the action is still there, but the meaning behind it is, is still like true. You know, yep. Din is protecting this, 
this being that he has now adopted as essentially his son. He doesn't want to feel that way yet, but you can tell that that relationship is, is being established. Um, yeah, I, so, I would agree too. And, yeah. and like the best, the best part, I think like any show there, a good show is like having a great plot, but also having multiple different storylines and character arcs. And you're seeing that like starting to take place. And, and this is early on episode four and only the seasons are like eight episodes each. And so you're getting that arc and, and you're seeing him develop. And when we'll talk obviously about the end of season two, but you can kind of see all of these episodes setting the stage for what's going to happen down the line. And, and I think those yeah. like storytelling techniques are, can be for any, any type of show and not Star Wars related. And, but I, that's why I think a lot of casual fans love it. Cause you're just watching a guy who's historically bad. Now he's like somehow shifting and like trying to take care of, of this person um, and then kind of continuing on. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah. No, no, that's a perfect explanation. Like that's kind of where I was kind of heading. You're starting to see this transformation from, from a hard ass who has no morals basically to a hard ass who now cares. Um, yeah. And you love it. You love it. It's a storyline that everybody can get behind. And even going further, like this is kind of the start, right? This is the episode like from now on this is like he made the decision din has made the decision that from now on this is his life right so this right. is really that first episode where everything opens up so great episode overall in my opinion um the action at the end where they're saving the village against the at at is awesome you're you getting gotta, that you gotta love you gotta love that where you're they take you the creator and writer john favreau and filoni take you to this new planet which is sick in itself like you're learning more about the universe and i'm like one of those guys sir you just give me as much of it as possible it's like i can't stop after my fourth beer i need like 20 beers (laughs) and it's like that and and you're seeing the storyline in the grand scheme of things like they could have probably eliminated it but they put so much stuff in here where they made it important to the storyline they made it you get to know that you know, he has his heart. You can't, he can't take his helmet where that room, that lady was just trying to make out with him. And he was like, I can never take my helmet off in front of people and yep. no ki- no kissing for Mando. Oh yeah. Drink, drink up. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Um, which is, which is pretty cool. And, and like you said, the, you know, helping a village who I think is interesting where they're like so far away from the star Wars, like what we know about, they don't care. They don't give a shit about the rebels no. and the empire. They're just trying to like nope. protect their crops from yep. thieves, which is like what every person across the world is doing, which is kind of yep. cool. It's, it's the star Wars universe, man. It is just, I can't say like it, it what they're doing right now is, is incredible. And, and, yeah. and outside of that, like, I know it's, this is a, a star Wars themed podcast but disney as a whole what they're doing with their platforms right now is is incredible even like going into like the marvel universe stuff massive yeah um but besides that that was a little sidetrack i mean what what they're doing right now with and i guess that's the one of the coolest things for me right now with what they're doing is is they're opening up this universe for changes right it's been closed for so long we have the episode the original trilogy one two or episodes four five and six and then we had the prequels which came out when you you and i were in junior high and high school right right yeah what we knew is star wars um that was locked for so long until really clone wars came out but really the only people that watched clone wars were the people that were 
were like dedicated nerds. Like truthfully, nerds, right? Like I enjoyed watching that. That was a cartoon that I enjoyed watching, you know. Um, but what they're doing now and what I think what just blows my mind is they are they're bringing this show in the Mandalorian. What I love about it so much is you if you're a non-Star Wars fan and you watch this show, not have ever seen Star Wars in your life, if you watch this show, you become a fan of Star Wars. Right. So now now you see Ahsoka to know in in season two, and you're like, who's this? My mom called me last night asking um who boba fett was <laughs> like like yeah. my mom my mom watched the original trilogy in theaters that that tells you her age sorry mom if you're listening if you're listening um <laughs> yeah but like like truthfully like she watched them and she doesn't know anything else right. right like that's all she remembers so for her to watch these episodes and say who is this and want to know more that right there is what disney and george lucas yeah. are killing they're just truthfully so like yeah that is, if we're going to talk any, like that is the big thing, right? So now you've got this and you've got episode and we're still talking season one, but yeah. Yeah. The, and, and let's, let's on that conversation where we're headed, that's going to be the second half and okay. we'll, we'll focus in on that. Uh, yeah. But, but last note to put a bow on this conversation before we continue it um, after the break, the best yeah. part George Lucas ever did, the best thing he ever did was created Star Wars, but then he just opened up the IP and he let everyone, every visionary, every author, every creator just yep. run with it. And all of these creations came about, all these characters. And it was just yep. so cool to see that. But let's, yeah, let's go back to Mandalorian was, for yeah. now. Um, yeah, Sanctuary was a great episode. And then I think the mm-hmm. next big episode, and really for the listeners, we're just picking like some of the best episodes for each of the seasons to talk about. We can't talk about all 16. Um but I think the next best episode is another one of these stopgap episodes between the journey. And I think that are not as pivotal to the larger storyline, but important because you get little tidbits. And I think that's like some of my favorite episodes because you get more of the universe uh, like Sanctuary. And then this next one was the prisoner. Um, he needed some money. And so he teamed up with people to rescue a prisoner from the new Republic. And it was Awesome. So we'd love to hear your thoughts. I, all I wrote down for this episode in all caps is Bill yeah. Burns. <laughs> Bill Burns, baby, Mayfield. But I'll leave you, I'll leave love, you with it. Love Prisoner. Mayfield. Yeah. yeah, love Mayfield. This, this was an awesome episode. Um, you kind of see, you kind of see Mando drink up. Uh, yeah. Cheers. You kind of see Mando revert back um, to his, or, or, or not completely revert back, but his two worlds crash for for kind of the first time since he he kind of disappeared um it's meaningful because it brings him into a world that we weren't told of like up to that point we had known that that uh he was a mandalorian and he was a bounty hunter and he was on this current mission right we didn't know a lot about din's past so this opens us up to kind of the work that he used to do so we it's it's revealed in this episode that he worked used to work on a team um, and they all know each other very well, showing that that Din has this past that's kind of mysterious, right? Yep. So he draws the it draws the audience into you know what is his past? What are we getting into? And that sets us up perfectly for this episode. Um, you said it best. He he essentially needs money to get away with um, Grogu. Um, oh, nice. I, I, yeah, I thought about it. <laughs> so they're getting away with Grogu there. Um, and 
he needs to get money just like everybody else to get away. We, we see kind of that Han Solo, Chewie uh, relationship where it's on the run. It's, it's doing these, these one-off tasks to, to make ends meet and then you move on to the next planet, right? So we're bringing back a little bit of a, um, a feeling of, of familiarity for a lot of those veteran Star Wars fans, which is, which is cool. That's what you kind of like to see. Um, so it sets it up perfectly. They go into this prison and, and essentially they're told they just need to get a, um, a prisoner. They aren't told who it is, um, but they make their way on and set scene. They, they break into this prison and uh, they kick ass. Basically, that is yep. that is the easiest way to, to tell you. Um, it is a droid uh, run maximum security prison. Uh, there is one human or or non droid um, in the entire place besides their team and it's it's the main prison guard um they make their way to him pretty easily um and they are faced at their first kind of trials right um the team that mando's with drink up sorry oh hell yeah um the team that he is with um they are dead set on there being no survivors right your typical hard-ass um group of people like no prisoners you know we're gonna yeah we're gonna kill him and get you know get out of here right and this is where you see kind of that new new din pop out for the first time and he's kind of at that crossroads between uh what he thinks is right in his past and what his uh you know new morals uh tell him to do and he decides that they could get out of this without hurting anyone without you know having to kill anyone and and to let the let them go um Ends up being in an issue. The guy gets shot. Um, you can tell that Din is, is a little bit shaken by this, but he still has that rough exterior and it, he kind of just brushes it off. Um, long story short, they get to the cell of the prisoner and it turns out it is an old uh, former member of their party who, yep. uh, <laughs> who Din had <laughs> left and, and in his words, abandoned um, him on a different planet, um, essentially getting him stuck in the situation he was in. And so then that's kind of when it's revealed that all of this was a setup to get Din there to switch spots with him. They locked Din yep. in there. And um, that's when we see kind of this, oh, no, what, what happens now? Um, it's the first real time that him and Grogu have been separated uh, since the ori- original rescue from the um, the Empire, I guess we'll call them, the Order, whoever, whatever phase they're in at that point. Yep. Um, so you kind of see that that oh no I need to get out of here. So using his quips his quick skills, he uh, breaks out of that that prison cell like it's you know he's done it a hundred thousand times, which yeah. is literally the easiest thing in the world. Um, and then you see kind of this this badass guy again. You know you you see this caring side early in the episode, and then you see this guy who breaks out of a prison cell, and you can tell this is the, my favorite part of the episode is when he's kind of fighting back, right? They yep. find out that he's been he's he's broken out of the cell, and it's like it's honestly like a ninja. That's the only way to describe it, right? He's like coming <laughs> up behind people, he's grabbing them before they know it, and you can tell every time he takes someone, the rest of the group is like getting more and more nervous, um, until the end when he he kind of gets everyone, locks him in the cell, and he escapes, right? Um, so yep. we see a lot in this episode, right? There's a lot going on. Um, but my favorite part is this, it's, it's, it's truthfully what I took out of it is it's, it's you're the first time that you're really seeing the two worlds co- crash together. Yeah. Um, this is, this is his past and present 
I'm clashing and for him to decide, you know, the present is where I want to go. Cause he could have easily multiple times have said, this isn't for me and gone back to doing what he was doing. Very successful guy. Right. Yeah. I mean, he was loaded. Are you believe the best bar that he had is, is worth God's know who, who knows what. Yeah. So, um, I you kind of see that, that transition and, and it's, it's really cool. I, I really like this episode. So. Yeah, me, me too. And, and you said it, you, you said it very uh, well eloquently. Um, I think the only thing I have to add is and going back to your earlier point um, with, with uh, the Mandalorian is it's like has everything that any viewer wants. It's got this Western action feel, but why I love this episode is really, it's like a comedy. I mean, the dialogues are so funny. Mm-hmm. They're just like joking around and yep. just bridging that together it was amazing and just seeing him just like fuck up shit and do cool stuff like my favorite part is like you remember there was like the hallway and they're like oh what the hell do we do we have all these like fucking droids and then next thing you know like 30 seconds he just kills them all messing them up and that's when that was actually the point when he proved to that group that yeah like i'm here and i mean business type of thing right like i've done this before um yeah but yeah dude great episode yeah okay yeah i agree completely um moving on to the next uh and last episode for for season that one we'll talk about is redemption um so it's a season finale and i think you know some some shows have really good episodes that set up the season finale and then there's a season finale like i think the mandalorian did a great job of just having a hell of a season finale the one before this is really good too but I just one upped it and I think kind of starts from top down. I mean, this was directed by Taika Watiti. Uh, he's like the New Zealand director. He did like Thor Ragnarok, Jojo Rabbit, all these big, uh, big names. And it was awesome. I mean, a lot of good droid action, a lot of IG 11 action, really exciting act, like action oriented, fight oriented, but also emotional. Um, it kind of shows the full arc of Mando. Sorry, <laughs> drink up. Oh, yeah. I'm almost done with my beer after uh, season one. I like this. <laughs> um, it, yeah, it just shows a full character arc and, and thing that culminates, you know, with him taking his helmet off uh, in front of the droid who he hated before I wanted to kill him. And so that's probably my favorite part, but curious kind of what you thought of this uh, season finale and, and leading up yeah. to it. Yeah, redemption, redemption brought a lot to the table. That's, yeah. I guess that's the easiest way to, to say it. Um, what do we want to talk about first? Let's talk about, let's just talk about Din, right? Like yep. we, we see that, that moment of, 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 I don't want to say weakness cause it's not weakness, but almost like, um, almost that he's, he's human, right? Like mm-hmm. up to this point, it's been no emotion. It's been, it's been as, as much as he's cared for Grogu, it's still been very tough love, right? Like he refers to, to call him at this point. I mean, it's still the kid, but who calls someone the kid, right? Drink up, right. by the way. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. That type of mentality, right? So it's, it, it's, it's cool to see him, even though he was injured, right? Like we can, we can say he's on his deathbed, but it's cool to see that kind of like, like resistance, right? Or almost like, like, like release from, yep. from Din, um, which was really cool, right? It opens his weakness and it, and a non-Star Wars lover, you can, you can back that up, right? A hundred times, right? Yep. You get to that point, you, you've developed this character arc where he's this hard-nosed 
Mandalorian, right? Mandalorians have, have been badass since Star Wars Literally, began. Yeah. Um, so you see this little bit of a change in heart. So it's it's good and it kind of I can't I think that does an excellent job uh, job of setting up season two as far as his character arc because right. you're getting more of that. You know where you're going now, right? You know that he's all in. This is I'm sacrificing my life for for this being that I met honestly not that long ago. Yeah. Like truthfully, like Seriously. I mean he he didn't know him so it's cool to see that and obviously the end of this the the episode he everybody survives it's badass you kind of see that that transition into their little clan and, and set up from their their world obviously it sets up you know the future right but that brings us into what the future is and that's what season or the chapter eight redemption brought right yeah moth gideon we talk about him holy cow when he took out the dark saber and it just like it brings back everything right like yeah i mean and to hit pause moff gideon played by giancarlo stanton i mean talk about the best person to play this fucking role yep. i mean he was so good at breaking bad he's so good in um boys if you watch that show and on amazon about super superheroes and I mean, just he's just his dialogue, his delivery, the mustache, it all just works. And he's like the best villain for any TV. If he's a villain, I'm watching it and he's just yeah. killing it. It, 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 like he honestly, he made, he made the character. I, I truthfully, yeah. um, I wouldn't want at this point anybody else to play that role. Yep. You get that, um, you get that cool, that calm, that collected, that, that, that exactly breaking bad feeling almost like where it's just like, I am total control and it's, it's badass, right? Like you see this first, like post, like post, um, you know, episode six uh, kind of wasteland where who is the empire there, right? Like who's in control? Like, is it free? Is it not? So you're seeing for the first time kind of that, that empire, like true, like still control, um, I mean, when the tie flew in and, and you're just like sitting there and, and all that cool stuff. But when he wields that dark saber, you're like that right there, that sequence of event opened star Wars completely. Yeah. Seriously. It was that moment when the dark saber was wielded that I think every star Wars fan was like, Oh shit, here we go. I, yeah. I, Cause you you think back so dark saber bo katan right away that's what i thought of right i'm like yeah so is is bo coming into the universe like she she's got to now how did she lose it like what's going on like you start asking all these questions like and and then if you're not a star wars fan you're like you look at the dark saber and you're like holy shit right like up to that point there were no jedi in there there were no lightsabers there really wasn't that presence of the star wars that we knew and bringing out the dark saber, which was wielded by the original Mandalorian Jedi, who who came from from Mandalore, obviously, and it's passed down to whoever is in control of Mandalore, the leader of Mandalore wields this, right? Yep. The big thing for it though is is you have to win it by combat. You have to defeat the wielder. That is the true way. Your Clone Wars people, obviously, we know that story with Bo-Katan, yep. kind of. Uh, did she really get the throne type of deal? So. That sets up season two, which we'll talk about, I'm sure, soon. Yeah. But from that point of view, we we it's just the endless possibilities, the endless storylines, the endless 
details and, and directions that they could go were, were endless. And that's when that's when Mandalorian won. That yeah. is when Star Wars won. The only only thing about season one, we haven't talked about him, but we'll talk about him uh actually maybe maybe not in season two, but Carl Weathers, uh Apollo Creed, Rocky fans. Um I thought he did uh-huh. a great great job as an actor. He still got it a little bit. And he was the one that first said, Mendo in the bar. Yeah. We'll drink yep. up for that. Yeah, and, drink up for that. Yeah. So I don't think I've ever gone through a season, even Game of Thrones at its peak, even the West Wing, even the Wire, Breaking Bad, Scrubs, like these are my favorite shows. Season two, The Mandalorian, every single episode, I was like, that was a great episode. And then the next week I was like, shit, shit, that was a better episode. I really, and like we have a group text where we talk about with like 10, 10 other buddies where we're talking about Star Wars and Mandalorian. Everyone said the same thing too. Um, and so this was hard to pick three episodes to talk about, I'll be honest. And, and I almost wanted to just scrap season one, but I liked how we were setting the stage for, for the listeners here. Um, I'm going to skip ahead on a few episodes. And I think the first episode I think we should talk about is the Jedi, um, Shoka Tano. Yep. I mean, wow. I have waited <laughs> years, years to, to see her in real life and, uh, I mean, Rosario Dawson was awesome. She was like meant for this role for sure. She looked great. She did perform great. And I thought the opening scene was the best opening scene of an episode in a very, very long time uh, across all of television um, or even movies. Um, but I'm sure you enjoyed it too. So curious to hear your thoughts. Yeah, dude. Um, oh, wow. Um, truthfully, up to this point. So we knew, we knew going into this episode that a Jedi was coming into the Mandalorian universe. Uh, there were so many different, different guesses on who it could be, right? Um, obviously, the Ahsoka Tano stuff, my girl, was, was that, that was thrown around right away, right? Everyone yeah. was like, Ahsoka's coming. You know, it, it's got to be Ahsoka. It, be, it will be awesome. Now, there's a lot of people, too, if you're Rebels fans, which Rebels is uh, another animated series for 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 Star Wars. Um, Ezra. We have to talk about Ezra. I love Ezra. We, we really don't know where Ezra is. Um, he's somewhere out there in the galaxy um, with Thrawn, but that's for another co- uh, another conversation because um, we I think we see him at some point. Um, yes. But let's talk about Ahsoka, man. So... <clears throat> You kind of set up with this scene where it's 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 misty and you can tell that there is a, a, a figure moving Jedi-like through. And we all know what that means, Jedi-like through the woods, right? Going yep. back and forth. And and you're kind of, all of us, all of us true Star Wars, like, I'm not saying, sorry, I won't say that, not true Star Wars, deep Star Wars fans. Because there's a ton of true Star Wars fans at every level, but deep Star Wars fans. We're sitting at the edge of, I remember sitting at the edge of my seat saying, like, who, who's it going to be? Yeah. Right. Like this was the big reveal. God, um, I'm getting, I'm getting goosebumps as you're like describing this. Well, like, like it's, it's <laughs> like the scene, the scene. So, so you're seeing all this and it's, and it's back and forth and you're seeing people getting taken out and you still aren't a hundred percent sure like who it is. And then you just see the double white lightsabers and your heart kind of just like drops. And it's that iconic Ahsoka pose. And it's just, oh, it was so badass, right? Yeah. Um, it, it, it was the perfect introduction to a 
I'm going to say a not a B tier character because truthfully, if you're a Clone Wars fan, she's A tier 100%. 100%. Right? She drives that entire series. Like, like she at the end of Clone Wars is the main character, and you can't tell me any different. Um, yeah. So you see this, depending on what level of, of Star Wars fandom you're at, you see this major character development or an introduction that people have been craving for a very long time, right? So we finally get Ahsoka. She does her thing. She kicks ass just like she she always would have. Now, folks at home, if you haven't seen Clone Wars, uh, Ahsoka basically was a Jedi. Um, you have to watch Clone Wars to find out that whole thing. But she is at this point a full-fledged Jedi, right? She doesn't oh, yeah. hold the title of Jedi, but she has these skills. So you can imagine seeing this just badass person take on an entire village of just people with stockpiled weapons, right? They have a fortress and she just dominates them. Um, so you get this introduction of this new character, you get this badass scene and it sets it up for this whole future, you know, going off, off the dark saber. Now this is like, we hit one, one, one section. Now we open up a whole nother, right? Yeah. Cause we know that Bo-Katan is, is attached to Ahsoka Tano. So then you start thinking, okay, now we're getting Bo-Katan. And up to this point, we had Bo-Katan, right? And, and they, they, it was, oh God, it was, it was a splash so of sick. emotions. Um, yeah, I kind of just went on a rant there. But. No, I mean, that was very well said. I, it, it's really hard to describe what this episode and what this character means to deep Star Wars universe and Star Wars fans. And for those, to your point, like the casual Star Wars fans that watch the movies and have watched this and, and you're cur- curious how Anakin became Darth Vader and, and what happened in the Clone Wars. I mean, Ahsoka was right there. She was right there all along. She saw it happen. Um, I mean, what a pivotal character and what a fucking way to just introduce her in the live action um, air arena to most people who just haven't seen Clone Wars. Um, amazing. And I mean, that's why we're getting, um, you know, an Ahsoka show. Um, and then oh. in terms of the plot too, like basically the premise yeah. is, uh, you know, Bo-Katan in an earlier episode um, told Din Djarin to, you know, you got to go find Ahsoka Tano. Go, yep. go and find her. She's at this planet. She'll know what to do. And and with baby Yoda, who we find... Oh, cheers. Sorry. Oh, I'm out of beer. Oh, I, 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 I'm almost on. Oh, man. I'll get... Uh, after I finish this, I'll go grab a Bud Light. Cool. Um, basically tells Din that I connected with Grogu. You get the backstory that he was at the Jedi yeah. Temple um, when Anakin killed everyone in the third movie. Someone escaped somehow. We don't know who or what happened. Uh, there's a lot of conspiracies that. around that as well. <laughs> um, and basically, you know, she was like, I can't help you train him. Uh, he's attached to you, but can you also help me take over this village that, yeah. that is making, this village somehow is making these Imperial Star Destroyers that you see in, in the movies. Uh, and so that was really cool. I thought a really good fight scene is pretty cool dialogue. Um, the last fight scene was really, really nice um, between Ahsoka and then the queen that, that kind of, uh, or the princess queen that, that ran it. Um, I'm forgetting her name, but. She had she, the, uh, the Vespar staff. Yes. Yes. She That's had the, she, she, the Vespar yep. staff. Um, what was her name? Uh, was Oh yeah. Morgan. Elizabeth um and her master was admiral thrawn and so that brings you back to your point of, of rebels and uh, now we're connected uh, exactly. to another thing so like even more excitement like it's, one, it's just amazing 
it's yeah. Um, as far as as far as the the episode go, I'll stay on that topic because because you brought it up. Rebels is that's that's honestly my my baby. I love Rebels. I yeah from the start I loved Rebels, but we can talk about that um, another time. Um, as far as the episode goes, you know you really start to see obviously Ahsoka, awesome. Um, you you know that Ahsoka is not going to be around full time, um, but you never know what's going to happen with her. Um, we see the, the awesome fight at the end of the episode, um, that kind of leads into, you know, now he has his Vespar staff, it's kind of badass. Um, Ahsoka leaves, we're not sure if we're going to see Ahsoka moving forward. Um, but it is, you know, it was a badass ending to that episode. So. Yeah, completely agree. Let me pour my beer here in my cams, cams, Illini, uh, glass. I love it. I love, I love cams. Cams is one of my favorite places. God, me too. Um, think about think about like just being at camp right now and just discussing Star Wars. I can just that's what I was gonna. Well, I that that would be legendary. A few blue guys. Oh yeah, talking talking Star Wars, talking Mando. Oh, Sitting on the patio and the just oh yeah, cheers. Yeah, what a life. Um, we digress. So so the Jedi was honestly one of my favorite episodes. I think I think the next episode I want to talk about is the Believer, um, focused more on Din Djarin, the Mandalorian, and Bill Burns Mayfield, his character name. Yeah. So this was so this is the the setup to the finale for season two. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was more of, an, in my opinion, a storytelling episode. Yeah. Um, you got a lot of action in this 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 episode. It's it's still kind of badass. Um, obviously, the goal is to um, get into this occupied um, base that is that is clearly, you know, Republic controlled, um, you know, New Republic are, are controlling it. At the time, it was it was kind of kind of thought to be an un, unmanned or at least not manned well um, base. They they're kind of not really thinking about it, but. Long story short, they they do this cool like um, caravan type deal where they're they're trying to fake it into the space, but during that travel they get um, attacked by pirates, which is a, a common theme along the Mandalorian um, series so far. Is there's a lot of pirates or, or pirate yep. threats, uh, which has also been a theme throughout Star Wars period, you know, all the way back even Clone Wars, you know, yeah, we've got some pirates. Um, so we kind of see all of that. Um, we we see a, a a development of of kind of the Moth Gideon side of it is what I'd say. So this kind of goes into like dark troopers and, and clones and stuff. Um, for those of you who don't know, um, in Clone Wars, uh, they were attempting to make these darks dark dark, uh, dark I'm blanking on the name dark. Um, what are they called? The dark troopers. Dark troopers. Wow, yeah. I knew the first word. Couldn't yeah. say troopers. Um, so they're trying to develop these dark troopers who are essentially troopers who have uh, force wheeling abilities. And to do this, they've been using blood from Jedi's, right? So it kind of connects the story as a whole here. Um, yeah. You kind of realize full circle what was going on from the beginning since episode one of The Mandalorian in season one. You, you know, all the way back to why was uh, Grogu wanted? 
that right. all we knew that they wanted him. We assumed up to this point it was because he was a force wielding. Uh, they assumed because he was so powerful, but now it all turns out that Moth Gideon wanted him to essentially create these dark troopers, right? Yeah. You saw the clones. We we see Din and and Cardoon and and all these people in their group kind of examining these. Cl- I don't even know what they were. You couldn't see a clear picture, but they were clones, right? Or or yeah, they kind of they kind of look like Snoke. Maybe he's crazy. That's what I thought. So yeah. that's conspiracy theory, though. But that's that's way. Yeah, deep, yeah. we don't so. know. That's not fact. But since that's, both of us think it, it could be. It 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 looked like the, the if you look back and like if you go deep into Reddit, like the crack on the head is the same as Snoke. Yeah. Like like literally the the line on Snoke's face or whatever <laughs> is the exact same as the clone in the series. So maybe an Easter egg. We don't know yet. Um, obviously the. We, the common theme among this conversation is where are they going to go with all this? Right. Um, and the answer is endless possibilities. Going back to the episode we were discussing, Boba Fett comes in, he saves a day, he scoops him up, they return, and it sets you up because now they're going to meet Moth Gideon. I think the, back to the Believer um, and Bill Burns' character Mayfield and, and Din Djarin, I think one thing that really hits home is, is – they just talk yep. about like things that are human, like redemption, yep. belief, morality, like morality in the Star Wars universe where there's not really morality and like how far we'll go um, for the people that we love and like yeah. care about it. I mean, this guy, like Din Djarin took off, he compromised, he took off yep. uh, his helmet to save quote unquote son, um, yep. who's baby Yoda. Uh, oh shit. Drink up. Drink up. Yep. And so i thought that was pretty neat but yeah and it was more of a thought-provoking episode than i thought it was going to be no yeah i didn't even i completely bypassed that entire scene because that that's massive i completely like i was so so stuck on the rescue like thinking towards the rescue i completely forgot that when he like that whole scene is so significant i mean he took off his helmet in front of people for the first time ever like that was the first time ever Period, or, or yeah. as far as we know, the first time ever, right? Now we had seen him in season one as he took it off for the, the to get healed by the um, droid, by the droid. Yeah. But to this point, we we had seen him, but nobody else in the in the world had, right? Um, but anyway, let's let's go on to the rescued season two's <laughs> finale. Uh, I just wrote "Wow" in all caps. That's all I got up from my notes. Amazing. I mean, in tears. <laughs> I, I don't know where to begin. Tr- truthfully, like this episode, I cried. I'll, I'll, I'll be the first yeah. one to tell you I cried. Um, I hope, I hope all, all, of, uh, all of the Naperville buddies are listening to this. When hear that. I hope they do. I, I, I said it in our, in our group chat. I go, yeah, I you cried. Did. Um, I mean, let's, talk, let's just take it from the beginning, I guess. Um, so they reach this, the, the, the cruiser. Um, you know kind of what's up. It's been set up that, um, you know, Din is on his way to kick ass, take names, or don't yep. take names. What, what is it? Kick ass and don't take names. Wow. Um, so you, you can tell, like, the whole thing is set up to be badass, right? Um, we did get a glimpse of the Dark Troopers earlier in season two. Um, so yep. we knew that those were in the arsenal. Um, we didn't know how many, because I believe we saw four. That was it. But we knew that they were powerful and they kicked ass. Um, so we knew something was going to pop off. It was obviously set up. So 
Um, Bo-Katan, uh, Mando, and crew reach the the essentially the captain's. What, what's the front of the ship called? I don't know what the front of a ship. Captain. Oh, command bridge. The command bridge. Yep. So they meet. They they've reached the command bridge. They're in there. Everyone's kind of confront, except there's one thing missing: Moth Gideon. Like nobody knows where Moth Gideon is. They get in pretty quick. They it's pretty easy for them. They break through and then they get there and no Moth Gideon. So obviously Bo-Katan is like, yo, like WTF? Where's my guy at? Right? I need the, I need the dark saber again. Yeah. It needs to be mine. She makes it very clear. And for for Star Wars fans, this was the comment. She goes, "He's leaving to me. He's mine." Yep. Right? We all knew what that meant. Everybody that was a Clone Wars fan knows that she wants Moth Gideon for herself so that she can prove to everyone in the world that she is the true ruler bloodline to the Darksaber and Mandalore. Yeah. Um, Mando, what an idiot. Didn't know that. Yeah. What an <laughs> idiot. Like, of course, like, freaking idiot. Um, but that kind of sets up, like, oh, yeah, we got a drink for that one. I kind of forgot, actually. Cheers. No, cheers. Um, so that kind of brings us to the next scene where we see Din kind of doing his fatherly duties at this point and searching for uh, Gruger. He eventually finds him in the prison cell and who's there with him? Moth Gideon. Uh, this is when I think it just, the, the you could tell, like there was something in the air, right? Like the yep. intensity of the episode switched from like this casual rescue to, okay, what's going to happen next? Um, so we get this speech from Moth Gideon pretty much like, woe is me, you know, I don't care about the, the kid, like, I did all this research on him, but, like, you can have him now, I just want to go, right? Yeah. And Din kind of reverts back to his old Mandalorian style, where it's just, like, I don't care about anybody else, just give me what I want, and you can leave, right? Like, right. business is business. And right as they're about to do it, <laughs> Moth Gideon and, and good old-fashioned style, breaks out the Darksaber, and that's when all hell breaks loose. Um, we see this awesome duel between uh, Din and Moth Gideon. Obviously, Din is taking, he is now wielding the uh, the Vespar, or Vespar uh, yeah. sword, so Whatever. Yeah. we can tell that, for you who don't know, Vespar is, is, it's not resistant, but it's a good, it's the best you can do against, like, lightsabers and stuff. It's the best armor. Um, so you can see that it's holding up, but still the best, it's heating it up. You can see in his hand and you can tell like it's intensified at this point. You're like, is he going to survive? And you're, you're holding on. Is he going to survive? Is he going to survive? And then he finally just doesn't move, kicks ass. And, and you can tell right there, but, but like, as a Star Wars fan, you see this and your first reaction is like, yeah, let's like, like, fuck yeah. Right. Like, yeah. um, And then you realize what happened. You're like, fuck, why did he do that? You realize what happened. (laughs) And you're like, oh, shit. And you can tell, like, an innocent Din doesn't understand, like, the entire context of what happened. And you yeah. see Moth Gideon's like, oh, you're not going to kill me. And he goes, well, this should be interesting. Like, he knows. Like, he knows that this is now fucked up. And it is, yeah. it is, for those who don't know, Din has now just won the Darksaber, right? So he is now the true ruler of Mandalore or, or, it doesn't make you the truth. It's essentially a symbol of power, right? It's, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a myth, but the, the myth behind it is powerful enough to carry you to power, right? They the follow dark, whoever. Yeah, sorry. And the dark saber doesn't work for someone 
who um, didn't win it. It's, it's very similar to the Elder Wand in Harry Potter where Voldemort had to kill Snape. Spoiler for anyone who hasn't been alive for the last <laughs> 20 like, years. Yeah, it's been like 15 years. <laughs> um, had to kill Snape to get the Elder Wand, uh, which is an emotional scene too. So I, I am just really excited. That, that thing you just described, it just sets up season three really well. I'm like, what's gonna happen? Is Bo-Katan and Mando gonna just fucking fight it that's, out? Uh, drink I mean, up. That's, yep. I mean, that's. So we're kind of leading up to to everything, right? Like, yeah. And, and we're not even done. Like, like folks, we're not done with the episode, right? Like that alone, right there, like that momentum switch, could have been the end, right? In my yeah. in my opinion, I think they could have ended it and we could have been satisfied and they probably would have done something with like Ahsoka in, in season three, or maybe tied it together. They said, fuck that. We're going to go above that. Right. Right. So it's amazing. Now we've got, we've got Mando walking in. He's got the dark saber in hand. He reaches the, the bridge again. And you can tell right away, like, like Moth Gideon's got this stupid little smile on his face and, and Bo-Katan just sees the dark saber in Mando's, Mando's hand drink up. Oh shit! Drink up, yeah. And and you can tell like Mando at this point is still has no idea what he has done, right? He does not understand the the gravity of the situation. So you've got this smartass Moth Gideon that's just smiling because he knows he's probably gonna get away. And then Bo-Katan's like, "What? What's going on?" Like yeah. didn't realize. So you Jesus. see the scene from Clone Wars. You see it where Bo-Katan is being handed the dark saber. Din doesn't understand. He doesn't have attachment besides besides Grogu. He doesn't have attachment. So he's he's like, take it. I don't want the dark saber. Bo-Katan knows that if she accepts that dark saber, her entire legacy is just yep. washed. Done. Done. Yep. Just mind-blowing the the connections that they were able to do from stuff that they made, no joke, 15 years yeah. ago. It's like unbelievable. Like even longer than that, tying stuff back to like the original trilogy, like the amount of detail in these episodes alone is is incredible. Seriously, yeah. it is. Like the Easter eggs and the little things, it's it, it's insane. Yeah. But, I mean, we could we could talk for days on one episode alone and have a podcast for an hour and a half on one episode alone because there's just so much there to so much. to depict and dissect and just but, like think about where it's going and <laughs> and and anyway continue where you're at because this, no. this is like this, this is i will this, say like this point you're like okay this is a great season finale i could see it end and then like you like somehow hit pause and you're like shit there's 10 minutes left what else could yeah. happen and then I what mean, you're probably about to say it, it i mean you said it best right like right there we could have ended and I would have been happy. That would have led into like, what hope, what happens with Bo-Katan and, 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 you know, Din, where does that go? What happens to Moth Gideon? Cause we see that he's, he's captured. We don't know, but right. nope. We hear on the, we hear on the, 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 the radar letter, whatever. We've got a low lone uh, X-wing inbound. I think every person's heart that, that was there for any form of the original six, episodes dropped yeah I, your heart, I your heart drops not. i still a little bit thought maybe ezra there was still part of me that that Same. thought ezra ezra's here um ahsoka like contacted and told him me you know you need to help these people or 
Grogu, because Grogu felt that you could tell that Grogu had felt there was a, a shift in the force. He knew that there was somebody who, whoever he had contacted earlier in the season on the rock, whoever yeah. he had contacted, who we still didn't know at that point, it, for all we knew, it could have been anyone. Tr- truthfully, it could have been Ezra. Could we be didn't a, know. It could have been a random Jedi out there. Yeah. No they idea. were introducing a new, so we had no idea. So to see that X-Wing kind of limited down, in my opinion, to two people. It was either Ezra, who I thought maybe could have been, or it was Luke. Yeah, we all we all knew it had to have been. It's one of the two, and so the X wing it docks. You see this cloaked Jedi looking figure walking out. You still at this point do not know who it is. They had not revealed the face. Yeah, um, no lightsabers, no no limbs were showing, and you just see that that glove covered hand come out of out of the yeah. cloak. And it's it's like this that music in the background. It was like it was like the the, the dubstep slash slash like crazy stuff because we didn't even talk about the fact that the dark troopers were were brought in and we oh, yeah. didn't fight the the darth trooper just to show how powerful he defeated one and it took everything he had and so you see this dark all these dark troopers and they're breaking down the door to try to get in there to save moth gideon but you've got this cloaked figure that walks in and you just see like i'm not kidding it was like slow motion for me when that lightsaber went on and it was green and oh. you just knew like i i i cried in that moment, when I knew it was Luke, I, I didn't want it. I'll be the first one to admit, I didn't want it to be Luke. I did not want it to be Luke. I was kind of done with the start, like the Skywalker. So did, so did I. So did I. And I was like bummed at the moment. I was like, what the fuck? Come yeah. on. And then it happened. And I dare I use this word. And my really close friends, I use this sometimes just even describe like a really good cheese pizza. But it was like fucking orgasmic. I mean, yep. wow. He was just, it was it all just, I wanted ever in a 30 second, one minute reel of just a lightsaber. Luke. I mean, it was, it was Luke. Cause we didn't get like, like truthfully, like as much as I love the original trilogy, like we didn't get like episodes one, two, and three lightsaber duels with, no, they with didn't Luke. Have the technology then. Yeah, they did. So like yeah. you didn't get that. So like, I think seeing this, like, for especially people that grew up with Luke Skywalker as their Jedi, right? They didn't, like, episodes four, five, six. Like, I'm not kidding. I saw YouTube, like, reveals and stuff of people bawling on yeah. live, on, on Twitch and stuff because this scene was so powerful. You got Luke Skywalker, of all people, in fucking prime. We're not talking yeah. old, saggy luke skywalker from the the crap that they put out yeah you know, recently we're talking in our prime badass luke sky de- so defeat good. darth vader and you like his movement and what i'm trying to get is like you saw how hard it was for din to defeat one dark trooper luke did that without breaking a sweat yep. so badass any star wars fan i don't care if you you've never seen star wars in your life if you're a diehard, all you do is watch Star Wars. You watch this episode. Everything you've ever felt about Star Wars will either be brought into your life or come back to you. Yeah. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, it, it awoke the hearts of millions of Star Wars fans who that was their Star Wars. But if you're a new Star Wars fan and you're watching this, you're like, holy shit, this is fucking badass. Yeah. And they're just going on. It was what they did this episode was was i hope like they've set the bar so high for the rest of the star wars universe that like yeah. i don't 
I just don't know what, like, how do you top this? Seriously, how do you top this episode? You, you can't. You re- like, in my opinion, you can't. And they will. They will. They definitely will. And, but they don't have to, but they will. They will. I, 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 it was amazing. And, and you said it best. Like, we obviously weren't alive for the original trilogy. Uh, and for me, like, that person is Obi-Wan. And we'll talk yeah. a little bit in the second half. Yep. But um, it was so cool to watch. So exciting. The way he moved. And it was just such grace. And, and it brought back all this emotion. And, and like you, I was like over, I was over the Skywalker saga. I was over it. I don't like how everything tied back to it. And I, I thought this I, was fitting where it didn't really tie back. It tied back to yeah. the Jedi. And it was a very fitting end to Mark Hamill and Luke. And I think I was going to ask you if you think it's the end. Some of my like close friends don't. I don't, I don't think we see Luke again is my opinion, but I think I'm in the minority. I, I go back and forth. I could see them maybe bringing Mark Hamill back for something like a, cause, cause truthfully, I guess that's second half talk, but like, the, the universe is ever expanding right now for Star Wars. Like there yep. is no concrete end. I don't, I, I think it's, I think it would be not foolish, but I think it would be, I, I'm not at the point where I'm ready to cancel him out after seeing that for every, Ray Skywalker announcing that she's Ray Skywalker. I thought that was the end of Skywalker. Truthfully. Yeah, so did I. This, now this, yeah. this bringing back young Luke, I think opens the possibility. I don't think, I think they did a good job of kind of giving us something and then being like, I think Star Wars fans are okay if Luke never shows up again. I think it would be cool if they did something with him in one of the other spinoffs, which is what I, I think they may do. Like maybe in a, like truthfully, I think it would be cool if Ahsoka showed up somehow and, and they did something with that because at some point those would, those two are going to cross paths. They, I mean, they're in yeah. the, they, they've, season two proved that they are in the same place at the same time they, right. they are they are both jedi essentially jedi masters at this point so what they do there is is is, is endless but we never know yeah. yeah i would rather see development from some rebels characters truthfully out of I bias i i would love to see an ezra appearance i think i'm sure we will uh, I want to wrap up on the Mandalorian and then we'll take a quick break and come back and talk about all these other scenarios. Yep. I like some, like I mentioned the dialogues and I think it's like a comedy at times. Um, and like, like the frog lady we were talking about and yep. Mandalorian was transporting frog lady and she, and she was talking and like <laughs> Mando, oh, Mando drink up, uh, goes, yep. goes, I'm sorry, lady. I don't understand frog. I just thought that was so funny. And just so like funny like an action thing and even like the very first episode i wrote this down was like very very first episode season one he said i can either bring you in warm or i can bring you in cold yeah it's like the swagger the arrogance i love and, and the humor i mean mayfield bill burns's character does a great job that's and that's like another whole like i'm t- like you've said it best we could talk like for probably six days worth of podcasts you know yeah like the the adult humor aspect to it too is like like seriously like there's adult humor in it like there yeah. is stuff that like only adults would laugh at and little kids will be like why'd you laugh at that mommy and you're like ah, don't worry about it. you'll understand it in like 20 years and it's just like 
It's so that's funny. That's why I love. That's why I love what Disney's doing. We can talk more about that. Yeah. Even, even like Grogu eating the frog ladies, like eggs, <laughs> the babies. I'm like, all right, maybe they're taking a stance on abortion. <laughs> it's just like, obviously they're not, but it's just funny yeah. to have, have a conversation. Yes. Um, and, and before we go to break and talk about the future of the universe, curious one, anything you did not like with the Mandalorian or things they can improve upon. And then two, where do you see next season going? Because there could Jeez. be, do we see Grogu again? We talked about Luke yeah. already. Like, where do you see it going? It's kind of a two-part question. I'll leave, yeah. leave it to you how you want to take it. Um, as far as stuff that I didn't like, um, there were a few episodes in season one that I thought were a little bit slower. Um, just as far as like storyline goes, um, that were just okay, in my opinion. I saw, at least in my opinion, season two, like every episode I was on yeah. my, it was on the, the edge of my seat, um, which is, I mean, you can't, ex- like you seriously, that the expectations to have at every episode is, is kind of unrealistic, um, but they did just a, a phenomenal job in season two. Uh, but as far as like where things go, dude, the, the possibilities with the Mandalorian are like truthfully i think endless i do not think we see we see grogu at least not in season three yeah i think we may see a new storyline for for din and and kind of his future um i'll be interested to see if he's in the boba fett series um i don't know where i don't know where that's gonna kind of apply because it looked like it's gonna be in the same time frame i think it will yeah. The age of Boba Fett was, I mean, he's obviously the same actor. So, like, maybe we see him involved there. But I, I don't know, dude. I, I, think, I think they could do a number of things. They, I think they could do the Darksaber storyline. I think that's probably where they're going to go because that's what's relevant. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be, I think that, I, in my opinion, I think they do the whole Mandalorian thing where they go back to Mandalore. Um, Bo-Katan and him kind of discuss what's going to happen next and i think it will be some form of mando kind of takes over and put installs a lot of his old beliefs in you know the way he was raised on mandalore versus the way and i'm not going to go into that because you got to watch clone wars find out all that storyline um we're going to see how bo katan was kind of raised and see those two kind of clash and see you know new versus old mandalorian which is a clone wars thing um yeah but i think I i don't know i think there's a lot of a lot of possibilities with that yeah uh, yeah i completely agree i think we do they they they're gonna take back mandalore i think that's where they'll go um yeah. and maybe you'll get some fed in there maybe some ahsoka but it's gonna be sick it's gonna be great maybe battles. we haven't mentioned them yet but nobody's talked about darth maul ah i was going i wrote it down and meant to bring it up and yeah we're, I, mean, I think we'll see darth mentioned maul. it i think we see darth maul again i don't think I think his resurrection, uh, that's kind of a spoiler, but spoiler, resurrection in Rebels. Um, I think his like comeback in that storyline, um, I yep. think we see I think we see Darth Maul again. I don't know if it's going to be the Ahsoka storyline or if it's going to be the Mandalorian storyline. Yeah, story that's line. what I don't know. I think it's going to be the Mandalorian storyline. I, I think and... Ahsoka is going to be Thrawn Ezra. And we, yeah. I mean, that's obviously... That's what I think I as well. Um but no, this has been this has been an awesome conversation focused on the Mandalorian. I think everyone yeah. that's listening, it's amazing. And so there's a lot out there. If you want, if you're looking for a Western, if you're looking for an action, if you're looking for 
a comedy, if you're looking for even a drama, it's an emotional tie-in, it's all there. And even if you're not a Star Wars fan, and then if you're a Star Wars fan, it's everything you need to watch. It answers a lot of questions. It provides more questions that need to be answered and ties into some things. So let's take a quick break, and then maybe we'll come back and spend um, maybe five, yeah. ten minutes on, on the future of uh, future of Star Wars. All right. And we're back to talk all things Star Wars with Ty Hogan, former uh, collegiate ba- uh, baseball player, not basketball. I'd probably fuck you up on the basketball court. <laughs> yeah. uh, maybe not. But anyway, <laughs> what are you going to say? I was going to say that's the George in you. That's, that's the, the George, George in me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. George is all talk, though. He hasn't even yeah. watched Clone Wars yet. He's got no rep. Yeah, he's uh, had – that dude's had like a year to talk to watch Clone Wars. So I don't feel bad for him. Yeah, I agree. Um, I thought we'd spend the last five to 10 minutes wrapping up this, um, this podcast, talking about the future of Star Wars and all of the exciting news that has come about. And, and to preface, I wanted to focus this episode specifically on The Mandalorian. And there's just so many tie-ins, so we have to talk about this. But I think you know, maybe you know, in four or five months, bring you back and let's really delve in yeah. deep. We'll, we'll get more details on each of these upcoming shows. Yeah and movies and so yeah, absolutely i think it'll be exciting um and, and just to set the stage i mean there's a shit ton of stuff coming up coming up there's an obi-wan kenobi show there's an ahsoka tano show rangers of the new republic and that's like where cara dune's character is going to come into play i mean i don't really know where they're going to take it to be quite honest with you so it, it'll be cool uh cassian andor andor show that's diego Luna's that's character. gonna be that's gonna be good yeah from rogue one i mean that's gonna be sick uh, there's going to be a show on uh, the High Republic, so it's prior to the Phantom Menace, which is going to be really sick. And that's like when the Jedi were like ballers; they're running the shit. I think it's called called like the the Acolytes or something. Um, the show I'm really looking forward to is the Bad Batch spinoff yep. from Clone Wars, which is Clone Force ninety nine. They're like genetically modified troopers that are going to be sick. Uh, there's going to be a Lando Calrissian show. Uh, which is going to be so pretty cool and awesome. And Donald Glover and uh, Star Wars Visions is going to be sick. There's going to be a movie about droids. Obviously, the next episode of Mandalorian. Um, There's going to be a movie about fighter pilots that Patty Jenkins is directing, um, who did Wonder Woman. There's just going to be so much. So I don't even know where to start, but curious you know, what are you looking forward to? What do you think is going to happen? Everything's <laughs> tying, tying into place here. Floor is yours. All of it. All of it. That's my answer. Yeah. Like tr- truthfully, there's not a, there's not a title. Maybe if I had to pick a least excite, excited, probably a droid story. Yeah. I think that, I think that would be more of a, and maybe visions. I think those will be more like tailored towards a younger population i'll still watch them i will be the first one to admit it. i will 100%. watch every single one of these um but i'm I, those ones i i am I, I have no feeling towards really truthfully um i'll just point out the three that i'm most excited for that's ahsoka the ahsoka show bad batch and then the obi-wan yeah uh those are the three where i am i am as a as a star wars universe lover those are the three where I cannot wait for the storylines to develop. Um, I'll just kind of break down the three. Like, I'll just start with the Soka, right? Yeah. So we get we get introduced to Soka in Mandalorian. 
Uh, for those who don't know, she is uh, Anakin Skywalker's Padawan. Uh, she is, uh, at the end of it, the main character in Clone Wars, which is awesome. Um, to find out her storyline, I would, I, I highly, highly, highly recommend watching the Clone Wars. Um, it's, it's, uh, you know, eight se- eight or nine seasons, I believe. I think it's nine. Yeah. Um, it's they're about 30 minute, 30 minute episodes. You watch them, you know, two, three a day and you'll watch it in a month. Um, it flies. They're great episodes. Um, but kind of where they're going to go with that. I think Ahsoka, I, I'm, I'm most excited for the potential of Thrawn and Ezra. Because she was so heavily tied to them in Rebels. Um, I think that's the direction they go with that. Um, I could be wrong. It could be more um, kind of like solo dolo type of deal. where Which would be so sick. Her just fucking shit up and like saving innocent people from. Which which, which would be a thing. And she may be, we don't know if she's with the Rebels clan. Any of those, the Rebels crew, I would say. there, there's a few people that she may be in this timeline associated it would, it, with. It would be really nice to see Sabine Wren and Ahsoka just going out so, into the world, fucking shit up. Yeah. So Sabine Two women. was really, in my opinion, the only one that would, would be there. Um, yeah. Obviously the last time we see Sabine is on Mandalore handling, handing Bo-Katan the dark saber. That's the last time we see that kind of storyline. Um, so I think her possibility with the rebels crew, like, I think like, like, uh, like the especially the Ezra Thrawn is is heavily what I'm leaning towards. But I would not be disappointed if she's solo dolo, wreaking hag of it, yeah, know, on the outer rim of the of the galaxy. So, um, that's what I'm excited about her. Bad Batch just brings back all the memories. Truthfully, yeah, um, I, it's the Clone Wars animation. It's it's that type of feel. I'm really excited to see what they do with that. Obviously, that's going to be right after Order 66, I believe, is when they said it starts. Yeah, So we exactly. might see Order 66, but the the trailer for it was was they were all kind of in front of a, a giant, like, I guess, I don't even know what you would call it, a stage almost. I think, and it's yeah. Just, it's Palpatine saying order X or execute order 66. 60. That fucker. And that's how the, the series starts. So you could tell it's just going to be badass. It's set up to be just a, uh, it looks like just a badass show. Um, I, I think it's like them. They're just going to be like mercenaries fucking shit up. And yeah. I think it's going to be so cool. That would be tie-ins. And, and I don't like this bullshit. People have this opinion on animated shows and like us as adults no. in our late mid to no. late twenties, like or, no. no, this is phenomenal. Clone Wars phenomenal, Bad Batch phenomenal, Rebels phenomenal, Last Airbender no. nothing to do with Star Wars phenomenal, phenomenal. Like, it's a cl- animated I, shows are okay to watch at any age. I yeah, I mean it's still a story. I mean, what's the difference between watching this and then watching like, truthfully, like like one of the Disney animated films, like yeah, Toy Story, like Monsters University, Toy Story, like there's. Lilo and if Stitch. you're if you're a good content lover, I highly recommend watching the the Clone Wars series. It's a little like I'm not gonna lie, the animation in the first few seasons is eh. by the end it, it significantly it's improves. Yeah, it's it's and it, that's just technology. Fun. Yeah, I yeah. mean it was made. I think the first season was 2008, right? Like it was forever ago. Yeah. Um, and and for to make a last pitch on Clone Wars for anything that you hated in the first three movies clone wars fixes it and that and that's the best the best takeaway you need to know that is you hit it you hit it on the head that is 
if you can get through all the seasons, if you can watch the episodes and understand what's going on, it connects all of the dots between the, the original, or sorry, episodes one, two, and three. And it makes those way better because like, yeah, I'm sorry. At the, I don't want to ruin Clone Wars for anyone, but the last episode, all of that combined with what you watch in the movie, like you yeah. will, what you'll do, like what I did is I finished that last episode and I'm like, I got to watch episode three. Exactly. Like, I got to watch episode three. But you got it because it's just like they collide together. You hear everything. You see everything. You feel all the emotions that you felt when you're seeing Anakin Skywalker fight Obi-Wan Kenobi on that in the lava planet, right? Like, you you, you know, like, you just, it, the, the it, it's incredible how they could, like, I was watching two shows at once when I was watching that final episode. Like, yeah. that, seriously, like, I was seeing flashbacks of episode three while I was watching this, and it's just like, it's it's amazing. Trust me. If you if you ever watch one cartoon as an adult, watch Clone Wars. It'll, it'll yeah. Be. So I agree. And then the last show you said you you're looking forward to is Obi Wan. Yeah, we get the return of of Anakin Skywalker. Like yeah, like like in his prime. Amazing in his prime. Like we are going to see, and I think personally they are going to save episodes one, two, and three with this series. I think this will be the series where they save everything because it's not, it's not, episode three was fantastic. Episode two was second fantastic. Episode one was, was Garbo, right? I think everybody in the Star Wars yeah. realizes but I, that. I like, I like Liam Neeson. So I try to give in Qui-Gon Jinn. But Qui-Gon I Jinn, I wish he would have been, you know, he may be involved at some I, point. In, in I want a, a series, I want a series on Qui-Gon Jinn. I mean, I think Obi-Wan, the show Obi Wan is gonna be great. It's like ten years right after Revenge of the Sith, and I think you'll you'll see like yeah he's gonna be looking over he's gonna be tattooing looking over young Luke. But the fact that Hayden uh, Christensen's coming back as Darth Vader and Anna, slash yep. Anakin, like you're gonna see that those two interact and and like what happened. I, you're gonna figure that out because I think Obi Wan and Clone Wars does a good job of setting the stage for Anakin to become. Darth Vader, yeah. but this is going to be the aftermath and like what was going on and seeing the frustration and how Obi-Wan was we, devastated. We, yeah, we really don't know that period between no. episodes three and four. Like there, I don't think there's anything because Clone, War, Clone Wars ends at Order 66. That's, that's, that is the end of Clone Wars. I don't think we have anything between Anakin becoming Darth Vader and then episode four i yeah, don't I think mean, there the, is the, the really the only thing there is rogue one and, and rebels a little bit um Ro- but, yeah rogue one but we don't um, have anything right after revenge of the sith and we don't it, we don't know that initial conflict between because because we got to assume that that they because they know that and we know that from rebels that they know that there were jedi that survived right so to get that storyline of what because we know through comics that Darth Vader was um, hunting down Jedi. We, we yeah. know that. Like, that was what he was he looking did. for Obi Wan, too. He was looking for Obi Wan. Uh, the, the Inquisitors, and you guys could, if you watch, you know, Clone Wars and Rebels, you'll find out who an Inquisitor is. Yep. You know, we had that kind of group, and, and Darth Vader was kind of the, the head of all of that. Um, so, to, to get that storyline that plays into, um, you know, an important time in the Star Wars universe. I think that will be this show that they have the highest potential. So the highest ceiling is that show. 
but I think that is the biggest show to disappoint Star Wars fans. I think they have a lot riding on that show. Yeah, I agree. And I, but I think Star Wars, we as Star Wars fans need to level set in the sense yeah. of it, it's a very different where we shouldn't be expecting like a four or five season run. I mean, this is fucking Evan McGregor, Evan McGregor, Hayden Christensen. Like they have a bunch of other shit they could be doing. They really enjoy yeah. their characters in Star Wars, but they're not going to be doing a bunch for I, years. I don't, I don't know. It's going to be tough. I don't crave, I don't crave, unless they prove me wrong. I don't think I crave, like, I don't want them to drag out the Obi-Wan story, basically. Like, no, we like, I don't want them to have to try to feel like they're need to prove to everyone that Obi-Wan and Darth Vader had this relationship outside of, you know, what he was, you know, doing. Cause we assume up until now that Obi-Wan was on, you know, a planet watching young Luke. That's essentially what a dumbed down version of what we knew. Yeah. Um, we don't know what happened between, but we, we know that he stood guard. We can assume he had trials, but truthfully, like, do you think like he had like huge encounters? I don't think he did. I don't think he did either. I, I don't mind. I, I don't mind a fucking episode of a 10 episodes or eight episodes of Obi-Wan, that's, like that's on what top I'm saying. trying to get milk and like trying to do day to day things. I don't care. Give me that. That is fucking cool. I, I just don't, but I don't like, I don't think they need to wash it, right? I don't think they need yeah. to force storylines. I don't think they need to, like they, there's a, it's a one, maybe two season series for me. I think Ahsoka, I think that could be something that's like long-term. Very different, yeah. I think Bad Batch could be long-term to an extent. Yeah. I don't, I think there's a, there's a timeline they have to stick to for that. I would there's have loved, other, like, yeah, I agree. There's a bunch. Sorry to cut you off. There's a bunch that they could go. I would have loved an Obi-Wan Duchess Satine romantic comedy show or even a fucking romance because there's all these rumors. Clone Wars alludes to it. I wouldn't have minded if, if even McGregor's coming back for one season. I'd rather have that than watching him, although I would watch him in Tatooine go get milk and go get groceries and try to get oil for his speeder or whatever he's doing. <laughs> and then like one episode, Darth Vader shows up hunting him down or something. But like, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to go about it. There's a lot of pressure. I, I, yeah, I think that's the kind of the question. I think it, it's tough because I want action. I yeah. want Obi-Wan Darth Vader action like that selfishly. Like truthfully, I, that's what I want. Yeah. I don't think that's what we're getting. I think we get a storyline. I think we get, um i think we get like back end trials to luke's childhood that we don't see i think that's what it's going to be um again i think it's going to be obi-wan dealing with the aftermath of order 66 being alone we do know that yoda sent him with training so we may get some of that yeah um but we're gonna have to see i i we do know that that hayden christian is in this so we are getting a darth vader scene whether or not it's with Obi-Wan is to be, you know, determined. Yeah, whether um, it's not, it's 10 seconds or 10 minutes or all eight episodes or whatever. Who the hell I mean, knows? I, <laughs> I'm going to say it. I would love an Ahsoka-Darth Vader battle as much as I want, or maybe more than Obi-Wan. Yeah, but I know we got we one. It. We got I know one, we though. got it, but I want to see it again. Like, in real I, life, in live action? Or I again? I want to, like... I want to get both of their like like Obi-Wan faced Darth Vader and to me that happened. Like the Ahsoka like rebel scene, like that was awesome. Like that was probably the coolest part of Rebels in my opinion. Like yeah. that scene. Um 
But I would like to see if, and again, maybe, or and she's going to go Thrawn. So I'm happy that Thrawn's coming in that place, but I, it'll I, be, I don't know. It'll be interesting. This is why, this is why, as we wrap up, we're going to have a full episode talking about this. And honestly, maybe no outline or anything. I'll keep us on track just and we'll just, we'll just talk. Um, Cause there's just so much shit that could happen. It's so exciting where we are. I'm, I'm very happy to be at the age that we yeah. are, that we've, Got to witness everything in the past and kind of see the future. Um, this this was an awesome, awesome conversation, dude. Mandalorian, everyone check it out. Anything you need, Star Wars, Ty's your guy. Um, as we wrap up here, I always like to end with a couple questions uh, for guests. And this is your first time on the pod, so you're always welcome yep. back. Um, who is your favorite character out of the full universe? Ooh, the full universe? Yeah. Um I don't know, dude. Like, I got tied to Ahsoka to know. I, I know I'm a fanboy or whatever like, yeah. you want to say. Like, I got really tied to Ahsoka to know. Like, I named, truthfully, I named a, uh, I play Valorant, like a yeah. computer game. And I, my name on there is Ahsoka to know. Like, like Love I, that. I've just, since the, the end of Clone Wars was, was awesome. Like, like, truthfully, like, yeah going like ahsoka's storyline going from like i hated ahsoka in season one i hated her to where she was at the end of clone wars like just incredible just amazing um yeah she she's but, she was great she's probably like my know. second obi-wan's probably Who's, my favorite obi-wan obi-wan's probably my second i think yeah. obi-wan's i i love obi-wan um last but not least i've asked every guest uh this question any bold predictions non-star wars related for the next 12 12- ish to 18 ish months Too there's a lot of ways we can go um my prediction i hope that we don't have to be in quarantine anymore i hope that covid is is cured not cured but that we go back to normal life because that would be awesome but i don't know dude yeah non-star wars i hope the world gets back to loving each other so yeah, that's, I do hope that. I hope we can have normal, educational, educated conversations. Yep. Uh, the problem is there's just a lot of lack of education around. Um, for yep. me, I'll keep it easy, simple. I know we're both sports fans. I think we'll see a Mahomes-Brady Super Bowl in Tampa Bay. Dude, his concussion. We don't know about that yet. Doesn't matter. I'll, what, take, getting... I'll take Chad Henney any day. Chad, He's got the Chad weapons. Or <laughs> yeah, right. He ain't. I don't know. They may do it. Their their offense is potent enough where they're going to be cruising down the field. But oh well, who knows? Yeah, we'll see. I guess we'll see. I got I got Bills Mafia winning it all. So yeah, just good good thing Bills uh, don't have to don't have to worry about facing the Bears and Mitch. They would have you know yeah, that would have been tough yeah. for them. Yeah, real tough competition there. Sell everybody, fire everybody. Uh, but thanks again, man. This has been awesome. Yeah. Really yeah. appreciate it. No, anytime. We gotta we gotta do it again once more information comes out. So I agree. We'll we'll do it. Look out, everyone, uh, for midsummer, <laughs> early fall uh, episode on the future of Star Wars. And again, everyone, thanks for listening. And until next week, meet you at the bottom.